Okay, our next diagnosis to look at is generalized anxiety disorder. Um, <clears throat> uh, generalized anxiety disorder has had that name for a long time. Uh, that's an old title. Um, and this is a disorder that, um, that's very frequently uh, shortened to just be called GAD. Um, now, be careful with shortening diagnostic labels to their initials um, because, um, because there are s several diagnostic labels that if you shorten them to their initials, you'd end up with the same initials. And so then it's not really clear <laughs> uh, to somebody what, um, what diagnosis you're talking about. Um, but GAD is one that's commonly shortened to, to um, I'm sorry, yeah, there, I just did it. Generalized anxiety disorder is one that's commonly shortened to GAD, and people will just say GAD, and that should be the only uh, diagnosis that those initials would apply to. Okay, the first thing important about this one is the term generalized. Um, <clears throat> a few diagnoses back, we saw specific phobia, right? And um, in a specific phobia, there's something very specific that the person's afraid of. Well, almost the opposite of specific is generalized. Um, and uh, in generalized anxiety disorder, the person's generally anxious. They're anxious about a lot of different kinds of things. It's not any one particular thing, um, you know, at least not for any, uh, any uh, substantial length of time. Um, this has been referred to as a free-floating anxiety in that um, the person, uh, you know, the key here is worry. People with generalized anxiety disorder worry, but they don't worry about one thing all the time. They spend, you know, they may spend um, uh, a while worried about something they saw on the news, um, then that gets to be too much for them, and then they uh, worry about something about their financial situation, and then that gets to be too much for them, and then they switch and they worry about their children's health or safety or something like that. So notice the common thread here is worry and spending a lot of time in worry. Um, like people with GAD are liable to, uh, you know, lose six or eight hours out of their day just eaten up with worry. That's, you know, all they're able to do in some of that time. Um, but it's uh, but it's not about worry about one particular topic. It's about uh, a lot of different things. It kind of floats from topic to topic. Now, um, there are some physical symptoms that go along with generalized anxiety disorder, um, <clears throat> but it's um, but it's not nearly the kind of physical symptoms that you would see like with a panic disorder or something like that. A lot of times, people with generalized anxiety disorder, you know, show symptoms of restlessness and. Um, you know, this feeling that you can't sit still, kind of nervous energy, you feel like you need to be doing something, but you don't know what to do. So it's sort of this misdirected or undirected kind of um, uh, energy. So people are liable to pace, they're liable to wring their hands, um, they're liable to fidget and do kind of stuff like that, right, um, to go along with that, uh, that worry. Uh, generalized anxiety disorder um, uh, becomes more common as people get older. Um, and, uh, we haven't talked about depression yet. We will uh, a little bit later on in the semester, but, um, you know, I, I get the sense that a lot of younger folks think that as people get older, they, you know, tend to get more depressed and that's actually not true. Depression, uh, seems to be less common, um, statistically as people get older, but generalized anxiety disorder does become more common. People tend to start to worry about things that are outside of their control more, and this one does become more common. Now, it's it's very possible for generalized anxiety disorder and depression to be comorbid. They can coexist. They have high comorbidity, right? But they are separate things, um, and, um, and they can exist on their own without one another, right? 
Now, one, um, one subtle but important thing about uh, generalized anxiety disorder is avoidance. I mentioned to you early on in this um, chapter that, um, that when people are afraid of something, they tend to avoid it. And we've already seen that that avoidance often compounds the problem and makes it much worse. You know, it can maintain fears over time. It can in cause people to interfere. I mean, it can interfere with people's uh, uh, functioning, stuff like that. So where is the avoidance in generalized anxiety disorder? Well, the avoidance <clears throat> is in thinking of particular topics too much. You might have noticed when I was describing a person with generalized anxiety disorder worrying about one thing for a while, and then that gets to be too much for them. And then they switch and they worry about something else. So essentially, what they're doing is avoiding thinking their fears through to the ultimate consequences of those fears. <clears throat> so maybe they're, uh, you know, concerned or worried about their children's safety. And so they start to think about the bad things that could happen to their children. But when they start to imagine their children getting really hurt or abducted or something like that, then they avoid. And that gets to be too much, and so they got to switch and find something else to occupy their mind, something else to worry about. Um, and, uh, and so it's that switching and avoiding it that leaves those other worries still with their claws in them, right? Still having power over the person's emotions because they've never actually allowed themselves to see it through to its logical end. So, ironically enough, um, <clears throat> uh, this is something that is going to happen in the treatment for folks with generalized anxiety disorder. Have them talk through their worries until they reach some of those conclusions and start to realize that that that's pretty unlikely to happen or, you know, that kind of stuff. And so they're avoiding the avoidance of it. And they've essentially, then they're better able to essentially close the door on those worries and not have to keep coming back to them, right? Uh, so, um, so again, that's a little bit more subtle form of uh, avoidance in generalized anxiety disorder, but an important one for understanding the disorder and for treatment of that disorder.